This is Ryan Grant, Green Bay Packers, and I'd like to introduce the Packers podcast. I am very excited. I absolutely love the Packers. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> With Packer People 12 and Big B. Big B, nice to meet you, Big B. Social media fans, if they traded up to get Jordan Love. Carry the G. Packers legendary quarterback, Brett Humley. MySpace and the Cheesehead TV common. Okay, that, that's just stupid. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Your names are awesome, so everything else is good to go. But let's, uh, let's have fun talking about Packer stuff. Go Pack, go. Welcome back to another episode of What is going on, everybody? It's Joey, and welcome back to another episode of Underage Packers. It is Victory Monday. I'm, as always, joined by my co-host, Big B. How are we doing on this Monday evening? It feels amazing. It does feel amazing. I mean, we are, to be frank, we are recording this on a, a Sunday night. But, obviously, Packers won yesterday. I don't know if you were aware, but they, they did end up doing that. Uh, 43 to 34 against the Minnesota Vikings, getting their first win of the season and in the NFC North. Exciting times. Uh, so we're just going to go through quarter by quarter, uh, giving a rundown of the events, our thoughts on it. And then we have a few topics after just talking about some key players in that game uh, and scores around the NFL. So let's start with quarter number one. Opening drive ends with a field goal. And I really like what they were doing on that opening drive on offense. Just really getting a lot of different players involved there. We saw plenty of sweeps. Uh, and we saw the great Jamal Williams getting a, quite a few snaps in there. Did you, did you expect to see the GOAT that much today? Well, I thought we underutilized him. I thought he was going to get a lot more action. I was kind of disappointed there. Yeah, after that first quarter, I was kind of surprised how like how much his play decreased. But we also leaned a lot more on the pass game as the game went along. Um, yeah. We also saw in that first quarter two back formations with Jamal Williams and Josiah DeGuar. I love I, this so much. I live for it. I yes, and I and I also love how we use Josiah DeGuar because if you look up, literally look up Josiah DeGuar highlights in Cincinnati. That is exactly what he did. He went out of the backfield on a wheel. Uh, Aaron Rodgers couldn't connect with him, but I, I think that one time he threw it to him, he was kind of just getting rid of it. Um, yeah. But I love it. I really hope we can see more of that in the future. We saw him line up as a fullback quite often and a little bit as an H-back, but mostly as a fullback on the run. I really think our offense was really, really complete today. Oh, yeah. Like all sides of the – all sides of it. Um, I'm not sure how much yards total we had in rushing. Um, and passing, though, Aaron Rodgers, 364 yards, five, uh, four touchdowns. And we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers and his play a little bit late. Also on the running game, we have to talk about Vikings' Dalvin Cook running our defense over, uh, running defense. I mean, it is kind of be to expect. We didn't really find anybody too much to improve. Obviously, yeah. we bring Christian Kirksey in, but we're kind of – uh, supplementing for that loss of Blake Martinez. But at the same time, you got, you got to improve. We can't be playing like we did in the NFC Championship game every time we face a good running back yeah. or even a bad running back or an unknown running back like Raheem Mostert. That cannot happen, Mike Patton. Let's, what did you think of the first quarter? What were your thoughts? How confident were you? Um, and mostly the offense because that's what we saw most of the first quarter. Um, don't really remember much from the first quarter, however I felt, but I felt confident 
Um, definitely thought we would score a lot of points today. Loved how we used the offense, like you said. And, well, yeah, it was. I was feeling pretty well. Yeah, and what, what did you think? Of, did you kind of expect that first drive to have Dalvin Cook, Cook running us over? Yeah, pretty, yeah. Yeah, you uh, pretty much led the Vikings all that drive in, into the end zone. Quarter two was kind of exciting. There was just some big plays there that will be remembered for a while. We, we lead another great drive down the field, and this happened quite a lot in the first half. We lead a great drive down the field, uh, and then we ended off with not getting in the zone. Uh, we get down to the two-yard line. We go for it on fourth down, turnover on downs. But the Vikings now have the ball at the two. They get a false start penalty that moves them back to the one-yard line. And Jair, Jair Alexander, he comes in. The wide receiver goes in motion. He sees the opening, and he blitzes right to Kirk Cousins. He didn't even see him coming, just like Charles Woodson, the greatness. Thanks for stealing my my thing there. Yeah, you texted, you DM'd me right after that play, and you're like, Charles Woodson vibes. I mean, that was just such a great play. Um, were you hoping for – well, obviously you were hoping for a safety, but did you see Jair Alexander being the one to get that safety? No, but I did see it coming, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think right as soon as that play started, when you saw yeah. Jair blitzing, you're like, oh, man, there is no one on him. He's coming right. Yeah. Um, if Kirk would have saw him, but Kirk was definitely did not see that left side. He wasn't looking for him. Uh, not a good look for the Vikings offense right there on Gary Kubiak. And then Jair, he also got, I love this. Vikings are driving offense right after that safety. We score or we get the ball back. We score after that Jair safety. And then uh, the Vikings get the ball back and Jair Alexander picks it off. Did you see that the incredible catch he made? Yeah. Yeah, it was it, yeah, it was awesome. There was so much stuff going on with the cheese set TV thing, my phone, yeah. um, just, and then the game, and just everything was happening yes. at once. It was freaking phenomenal. Yeah, right, right. Uh, before that, cheese head TV was giving us a shout out. Friends of the show over there with Aaron Nagler. He's giving us a shout out, and then all of a sudden we see Jair picking off. Um, at first, I I really didn't see the first half of the play. I thought he just. Stole it from the wide receiver, but it was an incredible catch. Next up, let's go to quarter number three. Not too much happening here, but the run game, just pretty strong in the third quarter. We got a one-yard touchdown to Adams, and going into the fourth quarter, it was 29-22. to 22. Quarter, Let's go right here. What were your thoughts heading into the fourth quarter of play? I was, I was getting kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. But I was still confident that we would get the job done. Yeah, I think the feeling that best describes it is being nervous about being nervous. Like, there is, like, all they have to do is get here, and then they're there. And then all the, once they're there, all they have to do is get there, you know. Um, yeah. Just uh, two things go wrong, and all of a sudden the Vikings are really back into this game. Uh, but they really did too little, too late. I think they should have sticked – to the running game more, but when you're in the fourth quarter and you're down by 19 points, you really can't be running Dalvin Cook no matter if he's getting eight yards per carry. On the offense side of things for us, we kept the run game going strong. We saw A.J. Dillon for the first time. I was pretty excited for that. 
Yeah. Uh, and other than that, we just had two really good drives on offense. And, yeah, so what were your gut reactions just after this game? And then after we'll, we'll get to Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the offense. Gut reactions. Um, well, going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I think that's all that needs to be said. You watch that and you're like, oh, yeah, I, th- I think we're going to the Super Bowl. I, I mean, we already yeah. knew it before, but this kind of just confirmed it. <laughs> so I specifically want to talk about a few uh, great players here or maybe some not-so-great player. I, well, and really, I don't think you can say really nobody had a bad game on this team. But someone that had a magnificent game, without a doubt, is Aaron freaking fracking Rodgers. Aaron Charles Rodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Aaron Charles freaking fracking Rodgers. Aaron Charles freaking – Aaron freaking Charles fracking Rodgers. There we go. There we go. Great game from him. Do you think – like, we'll talk – let's talk about the stats. He had 364 yards and four touchdowns. Devontae Adams was great for him. But do you think we saw – any game, any more of a complete game like this than we saw in 2019 from Aaron Rodgers? What do you mean? I really don't think Aaron Rodgers had a performance like this last year where he's all four quarters rocking, not too much inconsistency on his throws. Uh, do, you, do you think there is a noticeable improvement from 2019? Well, after this first game, yeah. I mean, he was more consistent. I mean, he uh-huh. scores four touchdowns in a game, 364 yards. I think that's a pretty big improvement from last year's week one, which we only put up 10 points. Yeah, uh, and especially against the Bears. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely say there is improvement. Uh, obviously, a lot of ball game left, a lot of season left. Yeah. But I really could see just an improvement from Aaron Rodgers. Um, just really early, I think there was pretty easy to tell. Um, he was more, definitely more on sync with the MBS, which I have been wanting, and I've said it in my pre or our pregame live stream. I really want Aaron Rodgers and MBS to connect, and they yeah. finally did. Um, they didn't in the second half, just because MBS was uh, that was MBS's fault, but. I, definitely an improvement for Aaron Rodgers, and I hope we can see that uh, further yeah. down the line. Yeah, he looks, so, looks so loose and like so yes. comfortable. 2014 Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. coming out here flinging the football. It's just beautiful. I just look. I hate this talk, especially in Week One. But oh, come on, he is on the first step to becoming NFL MVP. All right, that's all. Look, I, I hate that talk. I hate it's predicting so- stuff, and I hate predicting stuff, especially week one and making way too early in c- conclusions. But that was a pretty good first step. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, let's talk about some wide receivers here, not including Devontae Adams. Um, Devontae Adams did have a great game, though, 156 yards and two touchdowns. And the only other two wide receivers to catch a pass today, MBS and Alan Lazard. The, those were really only two others targeted uh, in the wide receiver room. So MBS had a great game, obviously, besides those two noticeable, important drops. But Alan Lazard, he only had maybe two receptions today. So do you think MBS maybe made a, a argument or put his name out there to possibly get more playing time than Alan Lazard and be that wide receiver too, quote-unquote? Oh, uh, no. No, <laughs> just, just from Big B. The t- yeah, the two, the two drops really pissed me off a lot. Mm-hmm. And 
that's definitely going to be uh, talked about. Alan Lazard, he has a whole season to back it up. MVS yeah. has a, a pretty good game where he dropped two passes. So he's yeah. definitely going to have to improve throughout the season, but I definitely think an improvement from last year, which is what we love to see. Obviously, it is week one. But I yeah. guess I did just say Aaron Hart's going to win the MVP. But yep. uh, definitely an improvement, and I hope he can progress throughout the season. Um, now let's, let's talk about the running backs room. Obviously, we talked about Jamal Williams earlier. Um, the, goat. But we, the GOAT. But we saw all four running backs on the Packers roster get carries today, which is fantastic. Were you expecting – we talked about this with Aaron Nagler. Were you expecting to see all four of those guys get noticeable carries? It wasn't just – obviously, it was mainly there on Jones' show, but it wasn't like a 50-50, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I really didn't even think about it, really, mm-hmm. having like all four. But Jones had a decent game. Jamal had the best game of all time, best performance by running back of all time. Tyler Irvin was having going on a show. Mm-hmm. AJ Dion was on one leg powering through some guys. It was great. I will say this about AJ Dillon. I was really surprised how fast he was. You know, he's yeah. a bowling ball, but he has a, he's a slick bowling ball. Um, and I can't wait till next year when we have oh, Jamal yes. Williams and AJ Dillon and two back sets, Aaron Jones somewhere else in the garbage can. Just oh, oh okay. <laughs> this is kind of like you know you got your plans. You know you're just gonna we, we love we love you, Jamal Williams. And we, sh- sh- shut up, shut up, Aaron Jones. You're going away. You know you're just trying to hide the the sadness. Um, yeah. You know. Let's just let Big B dream, people. Don't don't hurt his – don't I, tell him about Jamal Williams. I really think that we're not going to sign Aaron Jones and we're going to sign Jamal Williams. I really yeah. do – I really do think that. It, it's an it's a option they could go with. And I think they will because they got A.J. Dillon and they got Jamal Williams and pretty much Derrick Henry mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of season to play out yet, but it, it is definitely an option for them. Um, and I'm not just saying that because Eric Jamal Williams, um, Stan, I think would be the, the more correct word. Um, I would say lover, but then I would sound pretty wrong. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it's fair to say at this point. Yeah. So we'll definitely this check us again with this Friday previewing the Detroit Lions versus Green Bay Packers, the Lambeau field opener for the season. Obviously with, no fans, but, um, with potential special guest. With a potential special guest, that is correct. Um, we'll have to work out contracts with our manager uh, or get get in contact with some people. But now that we've talked about enough, I think, of Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers, obviously not enough. But uh, if you want more content on this Packers-Vikings game, make sure you head over to our YouTube channel and our website. Um, but let's recap scores around the NFL, talking about the devil the Lions, they had a pretty interesting game against the Bears, so it was kind of back and forth of who had the momentum. The Bears ended off winning by 427-23. The Vikings, or the Lions, uh, had a desperation throw, uh, two desperation throws at the end. Matthew Stafford trying to hit up DeAndre Swift, the first-round draft picks, who drops the game when he touched down his hands. They literally had the win yes. in their hands. Literally right there, you know. Literally, literally and figuratively. <sighs> Yikes, DeAndre, I'm rooting yeah. for you. I, I definitely was rooting for you more before you were drafted by the Lions, but I'm rooting for you. Uh, get back from that. 
the Patriots and Cam Newton beat the Dolphins by 10, 21 to 11. The Bills beat Jets and Sam Darnold 27 to 17. The Seahawks have a great game from Russell Wilson beating Todd Gurley's new Falcons 38 to 25. You know, the Seahawks are pretty used to Todd Gurley, so that makes sense. Yep. Um, and finally, the Washington football team gets their first win 27 to 17. I was surprised to see that. Yeah, Jacksonville won too versus the Colts. Really? Yep. I did not. Phillip Rivers, wow. You know, my friend, he's a Colts fan, and he said, why don't you need to send Aaron Rodgers over here because the Packers aren't taking care of him. Um, like, come did on. You him and- I, I said, well, I said, uh, look, I'll say this. I think our wide receivers did great today. Uh, and I really don't see the need for another wide receiver. I don't think us drafting a wide receiver would have – okay, sure, you can say it would help us maybe. But we did fine with the three wide receivers we have. One goes down, though, then, it, well, they'll probably promote Eggleton or yep. someone from the practice squad. You know, yep. EQ is inactive today, a healthy scratch. So that, that just shows you how confident they are in these guys. Here's the weird thing about that, though. Like, I, I did not see Malik Taylor once. I did not. And he was active over G- EQ. So that was pretty interesting. That, yeah, that made like, no sense. I think I might have saw him on special teams. Yeah. I did not see it. It's a, kind of wild. They went out the whole game with three wide receivers. We did see Jones and Irvin lining up quite a bit at wide receiver. But yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty surprising. They did have saw Tanyan there, a lot of tight ends too. I forgot about talk to, to talk about this, the injuries in this game. But a hard blow for the Packers after a pretty minuscule or uh, escaping the injury bug this offseason. Kenny Clark goes down with a groin injury. Lane Taylor with uh, upper body, possibly concussion, possibly a shoulder injury. And Lucas Patrick, who is starting that left guard for us today, goes out with a shoulder injury. I saw Lane Taylor had a leg injury. A leg injury? Yeah. It, okay. lo- it looked like head and arm, but people are saying legs, so I don't know. Okay, yeah. I, I, I haven't checked Twitter in a while, so it should be interesting – can we give a round of applause, though, for all of our offensive linemen that had to step in today. I mean, John, Elton Jenkins. Here we go. John Runyon was an absolute oh, stud. Yeah. I cannot wait to watch film on this game and watch John Runyon. It mm-hmm. is going to be fun. I am a John Runyon fan. Yes. Yes, I, I am too. Like, just, when we drafted him in the sixth round, I, I, like, I just knew everybody was mad that we were oh, wide receiver. I was like, yes. You prove them wrong when you draft three offensive linemen because you can never have enough offensive linemen. Yeah. And, you know, just the fact his dad's former player, he's very versatile. I love that in offensive linemen. Speaking of versatile offensive linemen in college and in the NFL, in a, uh, a little, little, Elton Jenkins. <laughs> uh, I don't think he was at right tackle the whole game. I think after Patrick got injured, he stepped yeah. into left guard. And then Elton. Rick Wagner was yeah. brought in. Uh, he was injured to start off. So, Great yeah. job to the offensive lineman. I don't believe Aaron Rodgers was sacked once today. Keep not. that up. Keep that up against Detroit, even though their defense is not e- even comparable to the Vikings, I don't think. But well, Devontae Cook sells corner. Oh, again. yeah. Who, who is the Vikings or the Lions corner? You got Jeff Okuda, who I believe was out today. Jeff Okuda, Des- Desmond Trufant. Like, come on. Come on. Devontae yeah. Adams is going to cook again. He's going. Oh, okay. He's getting 500 yards uh, next Sunday. Yep. But thank you guys so much for watching episode 20 of the Underage Packers podcast. Like I said, check us out on YouTube. 
for weekly content on our website for articles from me and Big B. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, and we will see you later or this Friday. Peace.